Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. As always, oh my gosh, it is flurrying beautifully outside. This morning we woke up to a huge snowstorm and it is spectacularly beautiful. Today is going to be a great day. Just watching the miracle of these incredible snowflakes falling and the peace and the quiet. I cannot wait to get outside later this afternoon and just stand in the silence and the awe of this beautiful day. But today's going to be a great day for the podcast as well, because what we're talking about is how to keep it a great day, how to choose a great day, even in the face of terrible people. <laughs> You've never heard me say that before, but it is true. There are some people you will approach in your day that will just be nasty towards you. It happens on a daily basis. So how do we maintain our perspective? How do we have choice and agency over our reaction when we very clearly cannot control the actions of others? Because you're not responsible for other people's behavior, but you are responsible for your own. And I'm starting out today with this quote from Wayne Dyer, how people treat you is their karma and how you respond is yours. This was one of the most freeing things for me to become more and more in touch with is recognizing that I can have great wishes and love and send so much kindness and appreciation outwardly, but I have no control how people receive that. And what's more is I have no idea of what baggage and history and belief systems other people have in their own lives. There's no way for me to be able to know when a patient walks into my office what they woke up with that morning, what kind of a culture they've grown up with in their childhood or in their belief system about who they are. There's no way I can control their behavior. Even if I create this beautiful dental practice with so many comforting, supportive, loving practices and an environment, there will still be people who have so much trauma or such pain in their lives that they can't see or receive the beauty and the love that I have to give. You know, I'm going to tell you the story from dental school. We had this great opportunity in dental school to travel to Peru. And the mission was to go and help the indigenous people along the Amazon River with extractions. So many people just don't have access to any kind of medical care, let alone dental care. And so literally all we were doing in the Amazon was pulling teeth, uh, abscess teeth that were non-restorative 
and that these people wouldn't have access for care for because, as we all know, an abscess tooth could lead to a much more life-threatening situation. And however you feel about mission trips that dive in just for a few days and then pull back out and there, there's not a lot of continuation of care. At that time, that was the opportunity that we had. So we were going to these villages that had no electricity, um, liter very no running water, very limited in their resources, and we were just supporting them with extractions. But, you know, we were trying to take as much education as we could. You know, how could we teach them to brush their teeth to maintain their oral hygiene so that they could support themselves with healthy mouths, healthy lives, give them some education about sugar and what causes decay and support them with how to clean their teeth properly. And one of the things we did was we travel with hundreds and thousands of toothbrushes. So leading up to this big mission trip, we would collect toothbrushes from any dental toothbrush companies or from other dentists in the community. We were just taking down hundreds and thousands of toothbrushes. And then when we were down there, handing them out, many of them to children, moms, teachers, anyone who would have an opportunity to support a child who doesn't have a toothbrush or an adult who doesn't have a toothbrush. And so this trip actually ran annually through my dental school. And I believe many dental schools do this, which is such a phenomenal thing. And when we went down to Peru, we spent a couple days in Iquitos, which is right at the mouth of the Amazon River, before we started heading up into the very rural extremes of Peru. So Iquitos is right at the beginning of the river. So there's some industry there and commercialism. So we were going to restaurants and bars and um, enjoying the culture that Iquitos had to offer. And knowing that the year prior, actually, my husband's class had been the year prior. So we knew this, how to do this. There was a, an algorithm for arriving in Peru and we would do some tour, tourism and then head up the Amazon. So this step in Iquitos was expected. And the people of Iquitos knew we were coming every year. A new group of dental students were coming to support them. And, and then the villages all along the Amazon were also aware that we were coming and they were waiting for us to support them and help them and also bring these toothbrushes. Well, we're sitting in one of these bars one evening in Iquitos and there were so many young children running around without shoes, some of them without shirts, the level of poverty really struck us. It was something that many of my colleagues had never seen before. And it was shocking to many of us. It was eye-opening. And some of these children, four or five years old, running around Iquitos, not just because they have nowhere to go or because their parents aren't watching them, but actually trying to make money. So begging us for handouts. And several of them, the entrepreneurial ones, were actually offering services. So some were selling cigarettes, some were selling stickers, and some were selling the option to have your shoes polished. So they were familiar that I guess some people like to have polished shoes. At the time, we were re wearing sneakers and um, 
Crocs, or probably not Crocs at the time, but sandals of some sort. So obviously we didn't need anything to be polished, but they were offering because this was a service they were hoping to get some money for. And what they were polishing the shoes with were toothbrushes. Those same toothbrushes that my colleagues the year before had brought and taught children all along the Amazon how to brush their teeth those toothbrushes were being used to polish their shoes, polish people's shoes for money. I remember at the time how shocked we were, really angry, really frustrated. What's the point? Why are we doing this anyway? They're just going to use it to brush shoes. Do they have any idea what they're doing? Immediately we went to this place of judgment. I gave you that toothbrush or my friends the year past gave you that toothbrush, we showed you how to use it, and now you're using it to polish shoes? Why are we even bringing these toothbrushes anyway? What's the point? If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in but it can actually get worse. This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one -on -one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. I tell you this story because as I'm saying these words, you can hear the judgment and the indignity that we were feeling at the time. We were coming from a culture that had such a different perspective on how to use a toothbrush, and we were shocked that they dare use it any other way. And how on earth were we supposed to know the values in their lives? How could we insist someone use a toothbrush in any way? How did we know what priorities were driving their actions? Immediately, we took offense. But the truth is, wouldn't you use a toothbrush to polish someone's shoes if it brought you money to feed your family? Perhaps their priorities were completely different. It gave us this perspective shift immediately and in the moment that, wow, we have been judging people in a culture for which we had no reference. We were coming with our own set of standards and values and history and belief system and imposing them on someone else. And then taking great offense when they didn't behave and act in the way we expected them to. And don't we do this every single day? When someone approaches you with a behavior that you don't think is appropriate for the situation, we immediately judge them. We immediately take offense. But here is what Wayne Dyer was saying. Their behavior is their responsibility. How you react is yours. And I'm not just talking about reaction in terms of action. I'm talking about reaction in, in terms of the choices we have over the thoughts we have in response to someone else's behavior and the emotional reactions we have in response to someone else's behavior. So just because someone comes at you with anger, 
does not mean you have to take it on. You have no responsibility for their anger, but you also have to take responsibility for the way you respond or react. Not just whether or not you choose anger, but whether or not you choose judgment. Because the truth is, we are all human beings. And if you were put in that same situation, how do you know you would not have had the same response? It's so easy for us to jump to judgment. It feels a little bit better to judge someone. But the truth is, we have no idea what background they're coming with with them to the situation. I have this quote from Marcus Aurelius last summer, my oldest child was reading Marcus Aurelius and they were so excited to bring to me this quote. And as I read the quote the first time, I really didn't like it. I'm going to read it to you right now. Marcus Aurelius said, the people I deal with today, by the way, this quote is how Marcus Aurelius was suggesting we wake up every day. Now, from my background, you know, I wake up every day saying today is going to be a great day. So from that lens, listen to this quote from Marcus Aurelius. The people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and surly. They are like this because they can't tell good from evil. But I have seen the beauty of good and the ugliness of evil and have recognized that the wrongdoer has a nature related to my own, not of, the, not of the nature of blood or birth, but the same mind and possessing a share of the divine. You know, and when I first heard that quote that Cass shared with me, I thought, wow, that sounds judgmental. But if you read into the quote a little bit more closely, you realize that Marcus Aurelius is saying, yes, people are going to be surly and angry and vicious. It's going to happen today. To go into a day with the naive expectation that everybody is happy, everyone's living the business of happiness, is absolutely not true. In fact, it's setting you up for failure. It's setting them up for failure. But rather, people are going to have emotional responses. And they have perhaps not learned the tools to be able to choose differently. But man, how can I understand that? Because I've been there myself. I know what that's like to be overrun by emotion. I know what that's like to start the day negatively and have it impact everything that I approach. So how can I have compassion for someone else? and see what they possibly are going through and forgive them and choose again. I also love that. Uh, I can't remember it exactly, but that quote from Gandhi, when Gandhi said, you know, and if we follow the, um, the idea of an eye for an eye, we'd all just be left blind. So if you were angry at me and I'm angry at you, How is that serving any of us when we think that our actions are justified because they mirror someone else's? Not everyone you meet today will be decent. But it's your choice. It's your responsibility to choose your reaction. And also to take responsibility for how you respond and to sit in your values with them. So what do you value? Do you love and do you offer kindness? Do you value the love that you have to share, the compassion and the service? 
And can you give that without expecting something in return? Can you offer the love and the compassion regardless of what the other person brings to you in personal relationships or at work? And can you take ownership for your responses? Not pity for the other person, but a recognizing that we're all human and that you've possibly been in that situation before. Maybe you've snapped at somebody inappropriately and you can realize, yeah, we're all the same. We're all just learning here. And yes, I can have compassion for you and not take that on as my responsibility. But man, am I responsible for my reactions because when we know better, we can do better. So can we approach this day, this day that's going to be a great day? It's going to be a great day. Can we choose for it to be a great day even if somebody comes at us with anger and animosity? Can we forgive them that? And can we still stand resolute in our intention of having a great day and delivering the good that we have to serve this world, regardless of how other people receive it? Can we still go with those toothbrushes down to Peru, still offer new insight, maybe learn from that experience and say, wow, Maybe we need to teach this in a different way, or maybe we need to give a different type of support. It doesn't mean we don't learn from our experiences and alter our intentions, but it doesn't mean we just stop. It doesn't mean we own the hurt or we own the hit to our ego and stop doing what we know we're brought here to do. So can we approach each day resolute in our values and have compassion for others? I have this quote that I want to leave with you today, and it is also from Marcus Aurelius, and he says, to live this life out truthfully and rightly, and to be patient with those who don't. And one of the ways we do that is with maintaining our curiosity. And actually, that reminds me to remind you as well to... Um, sign up for the Business of Happiness Hive. It's a private Facebook group because on February 23rd, I'm doing a live to my private Facebook group on curiosity and the power of curiosity because here it comes into play again. That power of being able to maintain a curious spirit even in the light of animosity or anger or Somebody acting in a way that you don't think is appropriate. Can you stay in a curious mind and use that as your superpower to choose again? So on February 23rd in the evening, I think it's from 6 to 8 p.m., that's when we're doing our live. So definitely before then, sign up for the um, Business of Happiness Hive. Just request to join on the private Facebook group, and then you'll be welcomed to that live on February 23rd. Until then, my friends, remember that today is going to be a great day. Every day has the possibility of being a great day. We get to choose that for ourselves, regardless of the actions or the behaviors of others. And yes, we will come across people who have chosen differently from ourselves, but we can see the humanity, Can we can have compassion for them, and then we can have ownership over our actions, over how we respond. 
There you go, my friends. Wishing you a spectacular day. If it's snowing where you are, go out and play in the snow. If it's gorgeously sunny and beautiful, enjoy that too. And until next time, remember that when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from this perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes on thebizofhappiness.com. I look forward to discussing happiness in business and in life with you further again next episode. And until then, remember, today is going to be a great day.